0: Good morning, Lake Church. Come on, stand to your
1: feet this morning. Who's ready to worship Jesus? Give him a shout of praise. Hallelujah. couldn't feel me, man's empty praise, treasures that fade, never enough, then you came along, you put me back together, and every desire is now satisfied, here in your love. Oh, there's nothing better than you. There's nothing better than you. Oh, there's nothing, nothing in All, you still call me free, Cause the God on the mountain hey. is God of the valley. And there's not a place your mercy and grace won't find me again. i Beauty for ashes. You turn shame into glory. You're the only one who can. You turn mourning to dancing. You give beauty for ashes. You turn shame into glory. You're the only. Yo, this your breath in our
2: give back to you all that you give to us, Lord. Oh, if you would, just open your hearts right now and just love on the Lord. Just tell him how great he is. Just give him thanks for all that he's done. Oh, Father, I just love you, Lord. I give you praise and honor and glory. You are far worth more than anything that we can give, but we give all that we have to you, Father. Oh, you are the breath that is in our lungs. You breathe life into this body, and I give you glory and honor and praise. My children and whom I love I am building an army and you are my soldiers Just as a soldier goes to boot camp and trains for war
0: Oh, thank
2: you Jesus I am training you right now. You are in my boot camp. The men of God around the world, I am delivering the message that you need look to me and you say I'm not worth it I'm I'm not worthy but you are not in the natural but in the spiritual my spirit flows through all of my children who I call by my name so take heed that you are in training and that you need to absorb everything that you can right now because make no mistake the war is coming there is a fight coming And even though the world sees you as puny Christians, as nobody in the natural, in the spiritual, they tremble. Because my spirit flows inside of you. My spirit is what they see. Take no bones about it. That you are mighty. That I need you to understand how mighty you are. I need you to understand that you are worthy, that you are righteous, that you are my children, and we are going to take the fight to them. This spirit, this world, this world is not going to be able to stand against my army. Just know that I love you. And just like a soldier that goes to war and has to grow up overnight, I need you to grow up spiritually. I need you to gather all your gumption and I need you to take everything that you've learned and apply it to this world spiritually. Don't worry about naturally. Look at the Spirit. That's what matters right now in this time. Thus saith the Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for loving us. Thank you, Jesus, for guiding us. Thank you for being our commander-in-chief. Oh, that you lead by example, Lord. You don't just tell us to do something. You show us. You gave us a whole Bible that we can follow word by word, line by line. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for loving us so much that you gave your only begotten Son so that we could live. By His blood, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, glory, glory, glory. Well, that was kind of heavy. Won't you guys hug on a neck and love on each other as you find your seats? I don't know about you, but that was some good praise music. And now we get to praise with our offering and our thanks and our giving and our tithe. Glory. Where's Wade when I need him? All right. Well, everybody that's watching online, we'd like to welcome you and thank you for watching. As we come into offering, there's uh, different ways you can give. There's envelopes on the seat back in front of you. Or you can go, if you're online watching, you can go to lake-church.com, click on the giving button, and uh, just follow the prompts along there. That's what I do every Sunday, and it's easy once you get set up. Then I guess there's an easier way. You can do text to give. I've never done that before, but I'm sure all you young people have. It's supposed to be even easier. You'd think my age easier would be better, but sometimes learning new things is not always the best. Just stick with what you know and make it happen. Well, here at Lake Church, there's plenty of opportunities to give. We're still working on Vision 2020. That building's looking amazing out there. It's still got a few details that need to be finished up on it. So if the Lord lays it on your heart to give, please, uh, please listen and give. That does not mean to give your tithes. Your tithes are separate. Make sure that we all understand that tithes are 10%. Giving is above that. Giving is that sacrifice. Tithes shouldn't be a sacrifice. Gives, when you give an offering, that's a sacrifice. And there's plenty of places to give around here. So, let's just go to the Lord in prayer. If you would, just hold up your your offering or your phone or whatever it is you got. Thank you, Lord, for this time of uh, worshiping you with our giving, Lord. I exalt your mighty name, Lord, and I give back to you. What you've so generously given to us, Lord. And I just pray that you take this and you anoint it, and that as we give to the storehouse, you give back to us to give even more next time. I give you glory and honor and praise, and just check our hearts, Lord. Help us to be given for the right reasons, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
3: Good morning, Lake Church. Good morning. Hallelujah. Good for God is good. Are you ready? Amen. All right, a couple of scriptures I don't have on my notes that we're going to kind of go. Last week we talked about uh, the garden, the mountain, and the tower. Uh, I didn't really get very far uh, in the uh, 9 o'clock, but we did in the 11, so I encourage you to go back and uh, look at that over, because I don't want to have to go over that again. Uh, But uh, we'll pick right up where we left off. Uh, Ephesians chapter 5, Ephesians chapter 5, and uh, so we're talking about the craft, we're talking about uh, certain things that um, are pertinent and relevant to our situation here in the United States of America and around the world. Um, I think today you're going to find out that the devil has overplayed his hand, and um and so I'm going to show you that he's overplaying his hand, uh, and he's waking unbelievers up. Uh, there's a situation we're going to talk about today where if you have been on TikTok or any of the social media, you're finding out that people are realizing that the de- uh, devil is real, that the demons are real, and uh, and they manifest. And uh, they manifested in a certain way at... Uh, Astro world, so we're going to be uh, looking at that here a little bit, but I want us to kind of uh, look at this we start talking about the fact that you know um, I Don't want you to think that I'm being negative about the United States in the sense that I'm not a patriot and I do not love our nation. I do I Absolutely love our nation. I think our nation is the best nation in the world However, it is not the perfect nation. It is not perfect, and it was established with two different destinies a destiny that God had for it and a destiny that uh, Satan had for it as with all countries and we need to understand that and so uh, My exposure of the two streams the fact that there is a stream that comes from you know Plymouth Rock and and the establishment of um, You know a Christian nation which was what their desire was and in the establishment of a very secularized pagan uh, Nation which was uh, the Jamestown origin So we begin to see that there are two streams that are at work in the United States of America and that those streams are clashing But we need to understand that those streams are both spiritual streams. They're not Secularism, it's not necessarily atheism and agnostic. It is absolute absolute spiritualist it's people that actually believe in the unseen realm. The sad thing about it, what I'm trying to expose over this last year, is that the church has not been ready. Because we should be the ones that corner the market on s- spiritual things. Uh, the believers should be more educated and more able to understand, apply, and administer... The truth of God's word concerning the spirit realm Because we are created By God as a spirit creation We are not a human being having a spiritual experience We're a spirit being having a human experience And uh, we have the greater one that's on the inside of us Greater is he that's in us Than he that's in the world, amen? And so it's important, it's imperative for us To get more spirit-aware, and that's what we've been endeavoring to do, is to understand, you know, what the enemy has. Uh, You know, uh, Trevor did the Truman Show for God on Film, and there's a particular picture that I absolutely love. In fact, I'm going to get it for my office. But it basically gave me the mission the Lord gave this house. And it's the part where Truman comes to the end of the sea and he hits a wall and it's it's a fabricated sky. It's a fabricated horizon. And he begins to touch it and he begins to see that this is the limiting, this is the matrix that he's in. And he's actually touching it and he sees a doorway out of it. And that's really what I feel the Lord has placed upon my heart. Is to show you that you are in an assimilation that has been given but been uh, architecturally planned by the enemy to encapsulate you and to keep you in bondage. But Jesus said, be a good cheer. I have overcome the system. Amen? And praise God because he's overcome the system, we also overcome by faith. Amen? What is the victory that overcomes the system? Our faith. Amen? Amen? Who is he that overcomes the world but he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God? By simply believing that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, we can uh, begin to establish and break out of the dimensions that uh, the enemy has sought to confine us in. But we have to be aware. You can't resist what you don't know is there. Amen? So, in Ephesians chapter 5, the Apostle Paul talking here, it says... uh, In verse number 7 It says, therefore do not become partners with them For at one time you were darkness It wasn't that you were in darkness You were darkness You were a part of the darkness Okay But now you are light in the Lord Walk as children of light Now that's, listen We we like that, we sing that Light shine on me This little light of mine We sing all that but we, And we really rejoice in that. But let me tell you something. Light also shows things that you don't want to see. <laughs> Hello. There's the mirror you have in your bathroom and there's something called a makeup mirror. <coughs> They're two very different things. You can get by with that old mirror in the bathroom, but you get a makeup mirror... Oh, my goodness gracious, you won't get it, go out of your house for a week. Hello. I'm telling you, you ever change your light in your bathroom? And all of a sudden, who is that? You know, as you get older, you think, who is this old man that's staring me right in the face? You know and I'm saying? Who is this? You know? Because guess what the inward man's renewed day by day praise God. I'm young on the inside and good-looking and Amen, but you know on the outside the outward man perishes Well, you look at the light it will show you things you don't want to see Well, guess what when you get into spiritual light you'll see things that you don't want to see as well You know Jesus said this he said you should know the truth if you'll continue in my word and what is his word his word is light You continue in the light as he is in the light. Praise God. The blood of Jesus cleanses and washes us from all sin. Why? Because we're going to be exposed to certain things that we weren't previously exposed to. And we need to know that the blood is just as powerful. Amen. Amen. And it's important for us to understand that uh, when we get into the light. Spiritual things have to be walked into. And when they are, it's not always comfortable. It's not always rejoicing. It's not always, you know, yay, that's wonderful. It's like, oh, my gosh, I've been doing that. Oh, my goodness gracious, I need to get rid of that. I need to move away from that. But notice it says this. It says, you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. For the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true. So, if we're going to walk in the light, the true light of the Lord, it's going to be good and right and true. And and try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of the things that that they do in what? In secret. So that gives you an idea that there are people that are doing things in secret. Amen? People like to sin in secret. Societies like to get together and do weird things in secret. They have suit and ties and they look distinguished and they have greater educations than you, but yet they'll go off to islands and go off to secret places and culminate together and begin to do things in secret. And there's a lot of secrets that are being exposed in this last season. And the church doesn't seem to be totally aware and totally able to handle these secrets. Because we've had our head in the sand. We haven't been seeking the face of God. We haven't been being the army of God. We haven't been active. We're too busy in the hamster wheel to realize that all these things have been going on, and then when we're shocked by them, it kind of incapacitates us because we're just kind of bamboozled. We're kind of, you know, just punch drunk because we cannot understand how the United States of America could have this stuff going on when it's been going on the entire time. Just because a person can articulate well, a person can look good, a person can be physically attractive, doesn't necessarily mean that they are virtuous, doesn't necessarily mean that they are good, doesn't necessarily mean that they are true, doesn't necessarily mean that they are just. But yet, we fall for the same trick. And we judge by the flesh instead of by the Spirit. And the Bible tells us that we are to be led by the Spirit of God, not by what we see. For we look not at the things which are seen. And you notice that? That is a command. We don't look at what's seen. We look at the unseen because the seen is temporary, but the unseen is eternal And then when it comes to spiritual entities and understanding spiritual entities, entities, you need to know that the faces, the physical faces change, but the spirits do not. And when you are locked into that and you understand that, you'll be able to interpret the cycles of Satan. Are you with me? Because he works in a cyclical pattern. Amen? And so... We need to be people that are in the light and not people that operate in secret. You remember what Jesus said? This, this came to me as I was driving over here. He said, there's nothing that is hid that shall not be manifest. There's nothing that will be said in secret that won't be shouted from the housetops. Now, we take that as personal sin and, and, and definitely understand that your sin will find you out. Amen? There's going to come payday. The, the chickens are going to come home to what? To roost, all right? We understand that. But he's talking about something far more than that. He's talking about the secret plans of enemies and conspirators. <laughs> they're going to come out, and they're going to be exposed in the light. Amen? And then he goes on and says this. Um, he says, But when anything is exposed by the light... It becomes visible, okay? That means you're able to see and perceive it. It says, for anything that becomes visible is light. Therefore, it says, awake, O sleeper, and that's really our mission. Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you, or Christ will give you light. Amen? Now, I want to go to the Old Testament. This is another passage of Scripture that I don't uh, have in my notes, but I wanted to share with you. Ezekiel chapter 8 and Ezekiel is in exile in Babylon He's bemoaning his situation and what is going on in his life because he's in captivity He's not free to be who he uh, was designed to be because of the disobedience of Israel and um, So God gives him a vision now. This is something that you need to understand In The eighth chapter because it it has a lot to do with our condition in our nation. Okay Um, Basically God and I'm not going to read this entire passage because it's an entire eighth chapter but God gives him a vision of the temple in Jerusalem and He begins to show him a keyhole into the basement quarters of where all of the priests and all of the the Levites would be And he's able to see in there. And as he sees in there, he sees them worshiping false gods, doing orgies, and getting in drunkenness. So he's basically getting the real reason why the nation is in captivity. Now that's a word for us as well. Because we not only had corrupt government, but we've also had corruption within the church. Hello? You see, corruption within the church. Corruption within the body. And uh, these things lead our nation into captivity. As goes the church, so goes the nation. We need to understand that, that the church is not peripheral to the world. But the world is peripheral to... Uh, The church See God moves through his church He doesn't move through government organizations There's not going to be a man that you will ever vote in That will ultimately do the will of God There is just not We are the legislative assembly We are the church of the Lord Jesus Christ But they saw all kinds of abominable things That were doing uh, in, In the dark Notice it says in verse number 12, it says, Then he said to me, Son of man, have you seen what the elders of the house of Israel are doing in the dark, each in his room of pictures? Okay, he's talking about idols and worshiping idols and all kinds of different things. He begins to describe us it. a little bit uh, too graphic. But notice here here is going to come in. Uh, to what we're talking about about uh, astral world It says verse 14 Then he brought me to the entrance of the north gate of the house of the Lord And behold there sat women weeping for Tammuz Okay They were weeping for Tammuz Tammuz is basically the risen son of Nimrod Okay so Nimrod, if you remember back to your notes, Semiramis, Nimrod, Semiramis had Tammuz, okay? Tammuz was the incarnation of Nimrod. It's the same as Osiris, okay? Isis and Horus, which Horus's eye is on your dollar bill, all right? So we begin to see that Tammuz, Osiris, Horus is the god that they are weeping for. And it's the dying and rising God. See, Osiris would die and then be resurrected. Every pharaoh was the incarnation of Osiris as Horus coming back to life. That's exactly what happens in the inauguration is that, you know, um, the, the, uh, the outgoing or the dead... Uh, pharaoh would go down to the underworld and become prince of the underworld where osiris would it, and and he would rise up in the new pharaoh as horus okay understand that that's very important now you understand why jesus in revelation chapter one he said behold oh let's look over there oh i'm telling you jesus loves to tackle these false gods he loves to just rattle their cage Amen. We need to start rattling their cage. Because he loves to rattle their cage. And uh, let's see if I can find it here. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. He says, fear not. Verse 17. I am the first and I am the last and the living one he said I died but behold I am alive forevermore why does he say that is it just simply to the resurrection no he's stating the fact that he is greater than Osiris that Osiris is a myth that he's the one who died and rose again alright and I'm alive forevermore And I have the keys of death, Thanatos. And I have the keys of hell, as your King James says, but it's Hades. And why does he use the word Hades? Because that's the name of Osiris as Lord of the underworld. He is basically chiding and trash-talking. Come on now. Jesus did some trash-talking. We're going to find that out. He did some trash-talking. When he rebuked the wind and the waves, he was rebuking gods. It said he chided them. That means he, he talked trash to them. He said you're not going to sink this boat. You think you're going to sink this boat? You're not going to sink. You be still. You be come on. It wasn't just peace be still. No, the the, the Greek is far more active than that. He said. You think you're going to sink this boat? You think you're going to do it? You get out of here. You stop it right now. And that's the way you need to go around your home. You think you're going to take my kids? No, you're not going to take my kids. You're going to rue the day that you mess with this house. You're going to rue the day that you mess with my kid. You're going to rue the day you're going to regret this. You're going to regret you coming even in here. Amen? You're not going to mess with my family. You're not going to mess with... you, you Spirit of infirmity, you think you're going to get in my body? Oh, no, 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 no. no. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I have the life of God on the inside of me. I'm directing that life right now to that diseased portion of my life. And I declare that I'm the healed of the Lord. And I begin to... They hate it. They hate it. They hate it. They hate it. The reason why they stay around your house is you're not speaking the word. You're not... You're not Okay All right Hallelujah Let's go to the book of Acts Now this is actually in my notes So that's good Hallelujah Acts 16 Acts the 16th chapter And verse number 16 this is Paul and Silas in Philippi, all right? We know the story. He's met with Lydia, and he's got his first convert, and now he's walking, and he's, you know, trying to evangelize the area. Now, the, the interesting thing about the book of Acts is is that when you study all of, of uh, Paul's missionary journeys and you look at the cities, because Galatia is a region, it's a region, and uh, it's not just one city. It's a re- region of cities. Uh, there's about five cities in all. When he wrote the book of Galatia, uh, Galatians, he wrote to that entire, you know, complex there. But each of the cities had a particular deity attached to the city or the region. Okay? Now, a lot of people say, well, you know, that's just superstition. You know, that's just superstitious. You know, they were uneducated. And superstitious people but we need to understand that we have the same people today that were there because people have not changed I know we think we're just so erudite and you know sophisticated but the truth of the matter is people are people are people we fall for the same stuff and if you don't believe that there are regional deities over places in the world you haven't traveled very much Hello. Try going to New Orleans. Try to go to Californication. Come on now. I mean, I traveled from here to North Carolina, and I could sense the spiritual atmosphere definitely change as I went from state to state. These things are are very, very real. Now, when he talks about Philippi, he's talking about um, basically... Philippi was uh, the main deity that was over Philippi was Apollo. Okay? So I'm going to show that to you. And it says in verse number 16, it says, that as we were giving, going to the place of prayer, we were met by a slave girl who had a spirit of divination. Now, as you've been taught, the word divination is the spirit of what? Python. The spirit of Python. Now, it comes from the word Pythia. Okay, the spirit of Pythia is actually what it says, the spirit of Pythia. Now, Pythia is very important because Pythia refers to the, uh, the oracle of Delphi, okay? The oracle of Delphi was the place in which Apollo would speak through these oracles and give direction, okay? Now, it's amazing that Apollo... And this will this will get you here. Apollo is the god that has the arrows. He's the hunter. Okay, all right. Now he uses poisonous darts. Hello, and he is the god of plagues. Okay, but he's also the god of music. He's also the god of um, of oracle or our prophetic utterance. Okay, isn't it amazing? that this, this young girl had a spirit of Python, the spirit of Pythia, the oracle of Delphi operating through her, and all the Apostle Paul had to do. Over a period of time, because he did it only when the Lord moved on him, he didn't just go up and try to do something. Come on. Come on. It says, after many days, she cried and said, these are men from the Most High God, listen to them, they've got the way of life, you don't want the devil advertising for you. And this aggravated Paul, and he got aggravated, and the Spirit of God moved, gave him direction as to what to do. And he turned to this spirit of Python, and he said, come out of her, and it left. So guess what? The greater went on the inside of the Apostle Paul spoke to the oracle of Delphi, the the Apollo spirit that was in the, the spirit of Python and shut the mouth. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now what I want you to get a hold of, if you understand this story, and if you read this story before, you will see that two um, two aspects of community were affected by this transformation that happened in this young lady okay number 1 government number 2 commerce oh you you're not getting this when she was delivered it affected commerce and it affected government yeah. Because what my point is is they're tied together. Okay, so don't tell me that you know this is all just fairy tales. Because the minute this happened, there was riots in the streets. See, we want revival, but we don't want the riot. See, the church just wants to expect everybody to just come in here and fill these seats just because God just brings them here. No. Uh-uh. It's not going to happen. No, it's not. All right? We're going to have to get in the streets. We're going to have to get out where you see the people that have the spirit of Python. We're going to, you know, I mean, John G. Lake, he was such a powerful man of God. He would actually go and stand toe-to-toe with witch doctors. Yeah. He'd actually stand toe-to-toe with necromancers, with spiritists, with tarot card readers. And he would actually say stuff like, Well, as long as I'm here, you'll never get another tarot card reading. And it would exactly happen exactly as he said God does not mind you Showing his dominance over other gods In fact, he enjoys it and relishes it He loves it when a peon like you and I would stand in our authority in Christ Jesus and speak to these far superior, far more intellectual, far more powerful entities, and say, in the name of Jesus, you will proceed no further. And if the church would get a hold of this, our prayer life would change. Our evangelism would change. Everything. But you've got to understand that when we do take our place it causes uncomfortableness casting out devils is not convenient it is not convenient in fact you you better bring a psychologist sometimes you know but you've got to be willing to do what it takes to help people amen hallelujah and i'm i'm telling you there's a battle but you know, the, the spirit c- cried out of her. She couldn't divine anymore. She couldn't make money for her masters anymore. And they came, went to the government, and the government came after Paul and they locked him up. They beat him with rods over helping. Come on now. In our culture right now, what is evil is good, and what is good is evil. If you try to help people, people say, Well, why don't we see the miracles that, you know, they saw in the book of Acts? I'm here to tell you right now. The reason why people are not pulling people out of wheelchairs is because of litigiousness. It's because of liability. It's the fact that people will sue. Oh, come on now. We're not seeing things. Because, you know, ministers and, and, and people of God have their hands tied by, and it's, it's crafted by the devil to, to cause us to be restrained in what we can do and how we can help people. You try to help people by casting the devil out of someone that's going through depression, you'll have doctors that will be against you and say, You know what? You shouldn't be doing that. You are practicing. Hello? They'll mock you. They'll absolutely mock you. Now, does that mean that they're just simply smarter than us? No, it just simply means that the devil has created a world system that is contrary to God to where God can't even work in the world because we're intimidated by it. Paul wasn't intimidated by it. He wasn't intimidated at all, and yet he got stripes put upon his back, and you've got to be willing to have stripes put upon your back, and they may not be physical stripes. They might be lashes of criticism and lashes of the tongue that say, Oh, you're a weirdo, and that church is weird down there, and they do weird stuff, and they talk about weird stuff. But I'm here to tell you, I'll take those lashings, To stand in the real and the raw. Amen? Amen. Are you with me today? Well, the same thing happened in the 19th chapter. When it came to Ephesus. And uh, the Apostle Paul is ministering and developing, um, you know, disciples. And he does this for the space of about, uh, you know, it says about um, two years. But he... Begins, God begins to move and he has aprons and sashes and claws that are put on him because the anointing is so strong as he would preach that they would take these aprons and they would take them to the infirmed and they would take them to the demon possessed and the demons would come out of them. And uh, the, if they were sick, praise God, they'd be healed and rise up. And when demons start getting shook up, all of a sudden he starts having trouble. This shook the nation of, of the city of Ephesus so bad. Look at verse 17. It says, And this became known to all the residents of Ephesus, both Jews and Greeks, and fear fell upon them. Listen. When we start operating in the supernatural and God begins to show up, guess what? The fear that is missing in our cultures, in our societies, in our nation will totally be erased. And they will have a fear of God. They will have a fear of God. Amen? And it says, "In the name of the Lord Jesus was extolled. Also, many of those who were now believers came, confessing and divulging their What? Their practices. Yeah. What is he talking about? Well, look, look a little further. And a number of those who had practiced magic arts brought their books together and burned them in the sight of all. And they counted the value of them and found it came to 50,000 pieces of silver. Now, I'm not condoning book burning and things of that nature. That wasn't instigated by the church. That was instigated by the people that had got delivered and got set free. They burned the books. No church said, we're going to have a book burning or an album record burning and stuff like that. I'm not into that at all. But what I am into is if you're delivered from something and you want to declare that I'm totally free from it and you choose to throw those drugs in the toilet and you... I'm totally fine with that. Now, people will say, well, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Well, the goddess that they served in Ephesus was Diana or Artemis. And guess what happened? The apostle Paul faced that strong man head on. And that strong man came after him. In what way? Through a riot caused by government. In commerce, okay now people don't think that well show let's show our first picture there, Mark. All right, I guess I'm in <laughs> Go ahead, show This is Portlandia. Now, she is in the commerce area right at the entrance of the business district of Portland. Okay? Now, they've given her the name Portlandia, but basically she's just an image of Hecate. Hecate is the goddess of witchcraft. Okay? So, she actually is right there at the entrance of all the commerce of the city. Now, how many remember the show Portlandia? How many remember that? I, I really liked it. It was pretty funny. But what, the thing about Portlandia that was so funny is they, they, uh, the, the show is all around the various personalities that are in Portland. Okay, the bohemian lifestyle and the things of that nature. You'll understand this, that cities... Will attract certain people And what attracts them is the spirits And they'll come and they'll you know I, I like what Fred Armisen says on there He says Portland is where young people go to retire I mean that, that's That's, 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 that's kind of you know the, the spirit of Portlandia Okay Now a couple, Last two years There have been Riots In this area Where this lady resides Okay Riots Riots BLM rioted there Okay All the others the, You know the one percenters Whatever you know the various They would riot in these places Because guess what They're doing it in honor They don't understand it They don't know it No one's premeditating this no one's sitting there going, well, we're going to go and, and fight in honor of Portlandia. They don't have any idea that they're being manipulated and controlled by spiritual entities. And so you go to various cities in the United States and you'll see certain attributes and certain types of people. Okay, and they're all got this commonality because that's what the enemy wants to do. He wants to create cities. Now, don't take this wrong. And I've taught you this in uh, 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 Truth Revolution is that the you know the law of first mention anything that's mentioned the first time in the Bible is the meaning and the definition throughout the Scripture. The building of a city was first done by Cain. It is negative. God doesn't like cities. And the reason why he doesn't like cities is because people get together. They get one common goal against God. And there's not one city that I know of that is for Jesus Christ. You go to the major cities of the world and they are anti-Christ, they are anti-God, they're anti-values of the Bible. I'm not saying that you can't enjoy a city. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that cities are built for this reason. And there are strongholds or strong men over the city that control that region. The reason why they need... A, a, uh, a statue, this statue if it was standing It's literally almost 30 feet tall Made out of copper And copper is Cyprium in the old, uh, in the old ways Cyprium And uh, it, it is a conductor known by occultists To be a conductor of spiritual energy Okay Now there's a plaque underneath this And we'll look at this next picture And see if I can read it Oh my goodness gracious I won't be able to read that But I've got it here Thank God I have it in my notes Somewhere Somewhere I do Okay here we go All right. It says She kneels down And from the quietness of copper Reaches out We take that stillness into ourselves. Listen to this language. And somewhere deep in the earth, our breath becomes her city. If she could speak, this is what she would say. Follow that breath. Home is the journey we make. This is how the world knows where we are. Basically, defining a whole system of people. Amen. All right. So that leads us to um, Astro World. All right. Now, Travis Scott, very popular hip hop artist, very popular. I mean, he is just, he, he is in um, Fortnite, one of the most popular characters in Fortnite, has concerts in Fortnite, virtual concerts in Fortnite. He's one of the most um, prominent hip-hop artists today, all right? Now, I have to give him the benefit of the doubt because you need to understand that many of these artists that perform are, they have groups of people around them that get their set designs and things of that nature. I remember I was watching a documentary on Ozzy Osbourne because that was my guy that was my guy when I was growing up was Ozzy and uh, I remember he was doing a Christmas show Ozzy doing a Christmas show (laughs) he was doing a Christmas show uh, and uh, he was with his wife Sharon and he's looking at the stage design that he didn't really know about he just wanted to know what it looked like all he does is go up there and sing his songs if you know Ozzy Osbourne, that's about all he could do. I remember that. All right? So, so he, 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 you know, and so she says, oh, oh, Ozzy, this is where the Santa comes and he gets crucified on a cross. He had nothing to do with that. Do you understand that? He had nothing to do with it. That's not something that he, he said, I want Santa crucified on a cross. No, his wife, his handler. Yeah. So I have to give Travis a benefit of a doubt because I just don't think the guy's that smart. <laughs> okay? I'm, I'm, I don't think these people are that smart. I think their handlers are. I think they just see it. Man, this is a cool set, man. This is really cool. But I could be wrong, but love believes the best. All right? Love believes the best. So I'm not sitting there saying that he intentionally said to hurt people or to open doors or to cause problems. I can't say that, and you shouldn't either. All right? But we do understand that there were certain things at work, okay? So let's go to our next picture. Okay, so at the start, of course, you can see the dome. There's a big mountain underneath there. You see a flaming bird, which is a phoenix, all right? So, so it, it's, a, uh, it's a flaming bird, and the phoenix is very, very vital to occultists because the phoenix is a bird that destroys itself and then is regenerated. And so progressives will use the phoenix as a means of cultures and systems that need to be burnt and destroyed and then be raised to newness. And that's what they'll talk about when it comes to, you know, various things and in, in, in the United States of America. There are people that want it to burn down in its current form and rise up in a new form. And they're, they put billions and billions of dollars so that that would happen. So they take certain aspects of the culture, burn it down to the ground in hopes that it would resurrect in a new form. And so this symbol right here is very, very important, all right? So it's basically saying we want to tear down your old ideas. We want to tear down the old ways. And we want something new to come out of it. Okay, next picture. Okay, so this is the, uh, the stage and, of course, it's, it's, it's like a mountain with the mouth of a cave in there, okay? A mouth of a cave. Now, you can see the words there, see you on the, see you on the other side, all right? See y'all on the other side. So, it's obvious that there's something going on here that even the people, the 50,000 people that rushed the stage and got so tight that they couldn't even move their arms and couldn't even breathe. They were attracted. Remember I told you the law of attraction and the fact that there's a level of enchantment that comes with these things that causes people to flock, all right? That's the reason why Portlandia had all of those riots, people killing one another. Hurting one another Listen the spirits don't care They just see it as a free for all It's a feast for them Okay Alright next one Now this is a picture Of um, a portal Or a gateway to hell Notice it's a mouth uh, You know and It's an a old painting I think it's in the renaissance period Of people going into the mouth of hell Now show the next picture well, show the picture of, of the mouth, the other one. Yeah, right there. So that's the entrance into Astro World. <laughs> so, uh, are you getting a picture here? Come on. All right. Now, he, I think he actually, when he came to Tulsa, they actually had that up, and uh, I think I saw it, and they would walk walk through that and stuff like that. But go back, uh, go back to now. This is this is where the, the mountain ter- gets on fire. You've got eight plumes here of, of fire. And then you've got this portal coming out of the mouth of this cave. Okay? So everybody thinks, well, that's cool, man. That looks good. You know, I was a Kiss fan. So, you know, I like, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, you know. But what happens is right in the first beat of the song, which is see y'all on the other side, he pops out. And it's pretty cool looking. I mean, he just pops out, just almost like in the Matrix. He just pops out and lands, you know. And that is him coming out of the abuso or the, the abyss. And that's what spirits will do. They'll come from the abyss and gain access through portals, and they'll jump through them, all right? So the next, next one here. Okay, now this is, this is the man himself, and uh, you can look at his t shirt. Let's look at his t shirt a little bit. Now, notice this t shirt of his. You see these blue figures, which represent life, going through a portal, and, and now they're red and they got flames on their head. Okay, so they're actually going from the state of death into the st- uh, state of life into the state of, of death. Okay. Or you could say from life to, to hell, okay? I don't know how you can interpret that any different than that, okay? All right, let's look at another picture. Okay, go to another one. Okay, now, here is really what he's kind of imitating is Inki, okay? Enki, the Sumerian god Enki. Um, now, here we've got Enki, and notice his hat, His hat is the hat that witches usually, you know, would have. And it's got limbs coming off of it. Basically what that represents is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And that's the reason why, you know, you see that element of witches wearing hats. Notice he's got a bird with him. All right? Now, you see the little fish in the waters there? That symbolizes the abuso. Now, he's being summoned He's being summoned. Okay, let's go to the next picture. He's being summoned. Here's another picture. Uh, these are on cuneiform tablets in, the, in, in, in Samaria. And so we see this man over here and these two helpers, these two demons that are opening up the Abuso. And that's Enki right in there coming through the portal. Okay. He's coming through the portal. Now, portals are used on both sides. Because God uses portals. Remember Jacob, uh, when he was, you know, left his family and he had used a rock, you know, to place his head. It was a sad time. And it said that he saw a staircase come down from heaven. Well, if you look that up in the actual Hebrew, it means spiral portal. Okay? So, God uses portals. Jesus said this. He said, um, you think that uh, you see marvelous things here. He says, wait until you see Uh, the ladder come down and angels ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. So basically what he's saying, because of who I am and who I'm called to be, God is using me as a portal. Oh, come on. If you just get a hold of this, you'll just change your life. You're a portal. You're a portal by which God reaches through to bring humanity and reaches through to heal the sick and reaches through... But yet, the devil also uses portals. Now, we spent time worshiping the Lord in music. And and we think that other music, it has no similarity to it. They're, They're not true. These are just as much worship services. Hello. I mean, they've got now, the last number I saw, nine people died. Now... Nine people dying There shouldn't have been one pe- person die In regards to that And it was the strangest thing You had people that said They couldn't breathe Not even just because they couldn't move But they couldn't breathe And listen, I've experienced that When spirits will come on me I, I had. I told you my story After I had gotten back from the hospital I couldn't drive I mean, when did I got behind the wheel I'd be fine the minute I got behind the wheel It's as if someone was behind me you know, with a rope just choking me. All right. The spirits want to choke. There was several that were treated for cardiac arrest that were in this. And there was all kinds. And I'm not just talking about the pharmacia that was going on in there. You take that away, you still have people that were experiencing demonic manifestations, people that weren't in church that had no idea what was going on. They said, there's some wicked stuff going on here. Okay, now let's go to the next picture. Okay, now this is the cave, and I believe the mountain, that is being symbolized by this concert. And this is known as Pan's Grotto. It's actually the place, go to another picture of it, It's actually the place, as you can see, it's got, you know, certain uh, altars and things of that before it. This is where elitists, Romans, Phoenicians, and even Jews would come to revel, just as those 50,000 came to revel and began to celebrate Pan. And Pan, let's look, uh, can we turn to Pan? Most of you know that, not Peter Pan, but Pan. Now this is... This is the most uh, G-rated image you could find of this guy. Because this guy, listen, he loves children and he loves goats. So you've got a spirit of pedophilia and you've got the spirit of bestiality. Okay? He has a fife, which represents that he, he, he plays music. And what would happen, Pan's cave was known as the gate of hell. And it was located in Caesarea Philippi, which was in the northern part between Syria and Israel. It's in the region of Bashan, and Bashan means snake. The region of the snake. All right? So let's go back to a picture of that cave. All right, so you can kind of see it a little bit more. It looks like a mouth, doesn't it? Looks like a mouth. And in there, it's filled with bats and filled with all kinds of bat dung. But the Romans believed, and the Greeks believed, that this was an entrance into Hades. And in fact, it was at this place that we go to our next scripture in the 16th chapter of Matthew. And it says, And when they came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, Jesus turned to his disciples. Man, I'm in the cave now. That was pretty cool. Caesarea Philippi. And he turns to his disciples. And he says, who do men say that I, the son of man, am? And they all were trying to answer him. They said, you know, John the Baptist, Jeremiah, one of the prophets. But he goes and he says, who do you say that I am? And Peter, inspired by the Spirit of God, says, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus is, is just elated. He said, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. He says, You shall be called Peter. Amen? And he says, And upon this rock... I will build my church and the... Go back to that picture. No, go back to that mouth. And the gates of hell shall not prevail. What's he talking about? Is he talking about a gated community of the dead? He's talking about portals. The gateways of Hades will not prevail against the church. upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell. Okay, so what's coming out from Hades does not have the ability to overcome the church. Let me say that again. You've got to believe that. The devil doesn't want you knowing that. That's where this was said. That's where he said this. And he says, Behold, I will give you the keys... Of the kingdom of heaven. Whatsoever you bind on earth. Shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever you loose on earth. Shall be loosed in heaven. And he said it right here. And even after Peter. Making that bold declaration and confession. That all of us have made. That caused us to pass from death unto life. Jesus begins to talk about his. Betrayal. He begins to talk about his crucifixion. And Peter begins to say, far be it, Lord. This will never happen to you. And Jesus turns back. And he's not talking to Peter. He's talking to that. And he says, get thee behind me, Satan. For thou savorest not the things of God, but of men. Amen? Let's go to the next picture. Now, this is basically what Pan does. And he's been kind of toned down with the Pied Piper. And basically, his music lures the children to their deaths. Okay, go to the next one. All right, so here we have the two things. They're going through the mouth Hello. Let's go to the next one here. I'm running out of time. Let's go to our, um, our video. Now, watch this. Watch this. Let's go to the video here.
4: All right, so look. I'm watching the Travis Scott and Drake's concert, but what is this? you see it? What was that? I'm not a conspiracy theorist,
3: but... What is that? What is that? Now, I've also got other videos that got strange things in the sky. Now, they're blowing fireworks up in the sky. You're not going to be on a hang glider when they're blowing fireworks. But there's something floating in the sky... That people have caught And there's multiple pictures of this And there are people that are on TikTok And are on various social media And they're saying You know what? i got to get saved uh-huh. yes. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Amen. Hello There is See, we've got to learn to seize these moments yes. Amen. There are people looking for answers for this That's a spirit going into the crowd. All right? Jesus said, Upon this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Amen? They were open season. That was a feast for demons is what it was. It was an absolute feast. They were served up. The portal... See you on the other side? There were people that went to the other side. Nine people that we know of, that we know of, went to the other side. I hope that there's not any more, but there are speculation that there are more. And there are people being treated even to this day that are in critical condition. (laughs) Not because of this. Now, it's not just because there was a catastrophe where people were stumped. That's a part of it. But what caused it? What caused the chaos? Because they will tell you that it was just fine until the first note. And it was a strong bass note. You see, there's, there's, there's uh, you know, resonance that comes from these things. A certain meter that is used. Hello. And just as we invoke and open portals... In our lives, through praise and worship, and through our adoration to God, these portals on the other side, from the Abuso, which is where Inky comes from, were opened for this. I'm trying to get you to see that music is integral to worship, and that you are worshiping no matter what you're doing, It's just where your worship is directed to. Amen? Do you see it? That's pretty clear. And there's far more out there as you begin to investigate it. And you're going to see on Fox and stuff, it's just going to be about, you know, crowd control and not enough stuff and not enough security and not enough EMTs. And that is absolutely true. That is absolutely true. But there's more to this. You've got to begin to get spirit aware and begin to understand that although I don't believe that Travis Scott knew all the symbols that were going on in his concert, I think they thought they were cool just like many artists do because an artist comes and he has a group of people that do his stage for him. But I'm telling you, they knew something was going on and they knew where it came from and they used it. And that portal basically was releasing from the abyss spirits that were causing cardiac arrest, causing suffocation, causing panic and fear and chaos to come into that situation. And that's exactly what happened when BLM came on the scene. The same spirits would get on people. And, you know, there were people that attended those things that I know of that were Bible-believing Christians. And they went to the part that was peaceful. Peaceful. But then they'd go, they'd leave, and then they'd hear later that it absolutely descended into chaos. What changed? What changed? They leave, and then chaos ensues. Do you understand what I'm saying? We're living in a world where we can't turn a blind eye to the unseen realm. I'm here to shake you and to stir you Up, That you are being inundated with all kinds of occultic iconography that is leading to the spirit world to gain access into your life and into your homes and into your schools. And it's time for us to be the ecclesia of God and bind on earth what is bound in heaven and loose on earth what is loosed in heaven it's time for us to take our place in prayer and stop just turning a blind eye to 50,000 people that need Jesus right there and begin to intercede and plead the blood of Jesus oh wake up wake up wake up and I've run out of time. But it's just time. We can't ride the fence anymore, guys. Either you're in or out. And I, I can't tell you how, how much I've been uh, accosted for teaching you this stuff. Hello. Hello. I've had people say, "Well, you better quit that, you know." "Better quit that cuz it'll it'll manifest." Well, you know, hey, it's all right. Hello. Yes,
0: sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Come on. We
3: yeah. we've, we've got to know this stuff. Yeah. And and you know, we look at those pictures and we, and we and I know what some of you old people are thinking. You're thinking, "Oh, this just pertains to this." No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Stop it. Stop it. You're watching stuff. You're listening to stuff. As just as bondage. Hello. I've had to look at my own life after observing this stuff. Realize, you know, there's just stuff in my life needs to be gone. Needs to be out. I don't want to give the devil any place in my life. Amen? How about you? How about you? It's time to walk in holiness. What does that mean? Separated. I don't live for myself, I don't live to please myself. Oh, hear my heart. Not everybody can take these messages. I'm aware of that. Not everybody can. It's just too much for them. They'd rather we just sing, Jesus loves me, this I know, and then everybody go out and live the same way they always live on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Hell it up on Saturday and come on Sunday and get it all resolved and right again. Oh, there's a lot of churches you can go and do that at. But I have never wanted this church to ever be like that. Amen? Amen? Amen. Now, if you need prayer for anything, maybe this is hitting home. I'm not telling you to throw away your records or burn stuff or whatever. Records, goodness gracious. Throw away your Neil Sadaka records. No, I'm not asking you to do that. What I'm asking you is to be mindful to be prayerful and to allow the holy spirit to lead you because i am not supposed to be telling you what to listen to and what not to listen to the word of god and the leading of the spirit will do that yeah. amen yeah. but we're going to have counselors that are here that will pray with you if you need to be born again if you need to rededicate your life to the lord listen this stuff is real yes, is. there's a heaven yes. to gain There's a hell to shun. If you need to rededicate your life to the Lord, you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Praise God. The Holy Spirit, not that Spirit jumping in the crowd, the Holy Spirit will fill you up and overflow in your life if you'll allow Him to. You need healing in your body or you need deliverance. They're here to do it. Amen? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. They're going to close the service out.
4: Amen. Wow. That's some truth revealed right there. Man. You know what? Holiday season coming along, that is like perfect Thanksgiving conversations right there. You know, after you get done eating, after they've had a swallow that, you know what? I'm just going to lead right into the first announcements. You can buy a pie for Thanksgiving, and after you have these talks, feed them some cherry pie. You're giving, you know, they, after they've heard all this, after you after you've gave your hour spill of why they've ate on their turkey, their dry turkey. Amen. Wow. Pastor Greg, it, it just blows my mind what the Spirit reveals to you. You know, I think we've just been blinded for so I'm trying to do announcements, and it's—me and Pastor Kevin talked about a movie that I have watched several times, and it is a Stanley Kubrick movie. I'm not going to say the name. It's from 1971, and it talks about MKUltra, adrenochrome. It has symbolism of milk that if you guys understand a lot of Satanist stuff about milk— and it talks about, has, the guy has a one eyelash, and it, it skews the boundaries of gender. This is 50 years ago, guys. And I watched this movie, I don't know how many times. 50 years ago. So it's not a, oh, it's just these crazy, youthful generation, as Pastor Greg just said. All right, we're going to get on with announcements. Man, Pastor Greg has revealed so much through the Holy Spirit. Amen, glory, glory, glory. So... After you've talked to your family during that turkey dinner, give them a pie. They're back here in missions, they're selling it back here. They're 25 dollars. There's pecan, my favorite, cherry, apple, caramel, lemon meringue, pumpkin. It goes to an awesome source of mission from our people going out. And also for, we support people around the world. It's amazing how many was it? 200 people we support? Or close? Is it that many? It's a lot. And there's a whole list of that. Also. If there's anything you need to be reminded of, because if, if has anyone got, hasn't got one of these, because you'll find out that one of these Sundays we're only going to have one service. And I'm not going to tell you that, because I want you to get a bulletin. <laughs> That's why we have these. It will reveal things. You're going to show up at 11 o'clock one Sunday, and you're going to be like, oh, man, I didn't know that. That's why we print these off. That's why Pastor Rebecca and JL and the people in the office take time to do these so that you're in the know. So if you want to be in the know, guess what? Grab one of these bulletins. It will tell you a lot. Amen. Glory to God. Hey, right here, secret world. Who's been waiting on this to actually be in your physical hands? Guess what? They are out there to be bought now. They are on the shelf. If you want to see what secret world is, it is a secret world that is trying to be a counterfeit to the secret place in your life. And also train, empower, to discover, Discover your purpose, your provision, and your power. So when the spirit of control and affirmity comes against you, guess what? You can speak to that because you have provision of health and you have provision of power through the Holy Spirit. And I'm just going to end that right there. And we just thank you for being here. Thank you for people that are online. And we thank you that if you couldn't watch it all online, you can go back and watch it on YouTube and Facebook later on in the day. Amen. And we just thank you. And if anybody needs any prayer, come to agreement. There will be ministers up here after service, and you guys are dismissed.